Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve usalli ve usallam ala seyyidil evvelin ve akhirin nebiyyena Muhammeden ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve barik ve sallam. All praise are due to Allah, Lord of the worlds, and peace and blessings be constantly showered upon our beloved Prophet Muhammad, the Master, the first and the last, and his family, his companions, and all those who call to his way to the Day of Judgment. As to what follows, alhamdulillah, we have reached the 27th juz. And this section, along with the end of the 26th, is dealing with a group of seven Meccan surahs. And these chapters are dealing with Allah's revelation in nature, in history, and the mouth of the prophets, and the signs of the hereafter. So in this section, the end of 26, Qaf, then we have Surah Al-Dhariyat, then At-Tur, then An-Najm, then Al-Qamar, then Al-Rahman, and Surah Al-Waqiyah. And then at the end of this section is Surah Al-Hadid. And so um, in these Meccan chapters now that are dealing with the revelation, uh, we have reached uh, a Dhariyat. And this is the winds that scatter. And the chapter is telling us that yes, the winds may blow and they may scatter and they may move things around. But the truth and the promise of Allah is sure and it is stable. And this chapter solidifies linguistically and with imagery the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the creation. And in verse number 56, there is a critical verse that gives us, in a sense, the purpose of life. And that is a question that philosophers have asked, that people want to know. And Allah tells us, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسِ we have created the jinn and humanity in order to worship. And ibadah is not just ritualistic worship, but it is submission to the Creator. So a person can worship when they work, they can worship with their family, they can worship in battle, they can worship in all aspects of life when it is in submission to the Creator of the heavens and the earth. Next we have Surah An-Najm. And that is the star. This is a very melodic chapter. And it emphasizes the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it shows that the source of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu strength and his achievements is Allah azawajal. And it brings in the beauty and the power that was manifested with al-mi'raj. And that is that after the Isra, the journey to Jerusalem from Mecca, then the ascension that went above the seven heavens. And clearly, uh, the pagans, the polytheists, polytheists, they are condemned clearly in this chapter, Surat al-Najm. Without a doubt, those who worship idols, those who said that Allah uh, has daughters, they're clearly condemned in this chapter, despite some of the confusion brought on by Orientalists and other people concerning this mighty chapter. Surah Al-Rahman, the most compassionate and the gracious, is, is like the silk brocade of the Qur'an itself in its beauty and its imagery. and It shows the, the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the favors in the revelation, the favors in the creation in pairs, 
that Allah has made everything in the universe to be well balanced. And these favors are something that should not be denied by human beings. And for this, in beautiful imagery, 31 times out of 71 verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed, Then which of the favors of your Lord will you deny? And that is a powerful statement that needs to be read over and over again to people. Because the favors of duality in things leads to justice. There is right and there is wrong. And Allah will bring it straightforward in the day of judgment. Allah created things in pairs, the sun and the moon, humanity and nature, the heavens and the earth. There are so many what appears to be contrasts, but the contrasts complement each other. And that is the power and the mercy of Allah Azza The next mighty chapter is Surah Al-Waqiyah. And this is something which is recommended to read even every morning if you possibly can, because it is the inevitable event. And today with the world and the changes that is going through, people confused about their existence, but they see that upheaval is actually happening in front of their eyes. Surat al-Waqiyah is very important in order to give us the greater picture of things, that ultimately we will be led to an inevitable conclusion. And that is the day of judgment. And on that day, on that long period of time, everything will be adjusted. Right and wrong will be made clearly adjusted. Whatever has happened will be brought to fruit. And people will be sorted into three groups. There are those who are nearest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-muqarrabun, and they are in exalted bliss in the highest form of happiness and joy. And then there is Ashab al-Yameen. And, and they are the companions of the right <coughs> hand. And they will be those who are also in a state of bliss. But there is also Ashab al-Shimal. And that is the companions of the left hand. You're receiving your book in the left hand. And they are the ones who will be in misery and in pain. And so humanity, as, as is shown and encouraged through this chapter, should follow the revelation. They should follow that revelation to attain the bliss and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are in an ever-changing world today. We are watching upheavals happening all over the world. We are watching societies falling apart. We are, we are watching attitudes toward life, people rejecting the creation of Allah, rejecting the beauty that Allah has made in the opposites, the beauty that Allah has made in this world and balanced everything for us and set it up, yet people are rejecting this. And so there is an ultimate inevitable event which is on the rising, and it is coming, and it is getting clearer and clearer what is happening in this world. And we need to be aware of this. 
and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's revelation, it is an amazing set of Arabic words in a divine form. And what we have noticed is that the Quran, it's not following necessarily a chronological order. You have in other books, like in what is the so-called Bible, it starts with Genesis and ends with Revelation. The Quran is not chronological, meaning based upon time periods, but it is logical, and it follows to the logical conclusions. And so we are moving to the logical conclusions from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we pray that Allah would bless us in this and give us the best from his revelation. I leave you with these thoughts and I ask Allah to have mercy on me and you. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.